What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Hero Project podcast, where we are accountable and we hold ourselves to a standard of excellence, where we do not accept anything less than our best. What we are going to talk about today is getting stuck in life. But before we do that, please share the podcast. I'm not going to beg you. I'm just going to tell you this is this is this is the fee, right? This is all free. You get to consume this. I know I've heard from a lot of you that this has been helpful for you. So please share the podcast. Uh, tell people about it. Let people know that you like the podcast. Tell them to subscribe and please leave a review and make sure you're subscribed because that's what iTunes actually cares about is people who actually subscribe, not just people who go leave a random review. All right, guys. So let's jump into today's content and we're going to get a little bit of a little bit of fire today it's going to be a friday fire so if you're listening to it on friday don't waste the weekend uh if you're listening to it on another day like don't waste whatever day it is all right so one of the earliest lessons that i that i I, for some reason has stuck with me that i've remembered for a long time and, and brought with me into business is the value of mentor and the value of a new perspective Okay, so we tend to get very caught up in our own little circle, in our own little pool. And when you become a big fish in a small pool, you stop growing, don't you? Um, Pretty, pretty cliche idea there, but it's amazing how often we fail to evolve beyond that, right? So I remember when I was a kid, uh, when I was in high school, like I was you know, I was probably the best basketball player at my school. Um, and you know, I was at least definitely the best in my grade and and one of the better ones in the whole school when I, you know, even before I became a senior, right. Uh, one of the better ones in the County probably. And so I was like pretty good and I was working hard and probably outworked most people. But at the end of the day, like I wasn't being challenged at a higher level. Right. And, uh, my dad brought me down to work out with this guy who had played a few, few years in the NBA. And, Honestly, what I would tell you is that experience changed my life um, because he held a different standard for how we worked out, right? He held a different standard for the level of intensity and the level of focus, and he wasn't afraid to treat me like an adult. I remember one of the first, first workouts, right, and he did this intentionally to make a point was he had me make a cut and and he told me exactly where to go. And he passed me the ball exactly where he said he was going to pass me it. But I did a kind of a lazy cut. I put my hands up nice and soft, like expecting just like I usually expect to get a, a nice, easy pass. And he just rifled the ball at me right as I made my cut and right as I turned and barely got my hands up to keep it from smashing me right in the face or the chin. And I looked at him like, what the hell, bro? Like, what was that all about? And he, he just goes, oh, I'm sorry. Did you want me to treat you like a high school player? Or did you want me to treat you like a pro? And it was like, oh, okay. Uh, message received. Like there's levels to this. I'm going to raise my standard. I'm going to get on your level, right? And that was a perspective shift, right? I didn't know that that existed. I didn't understand that that's how pros throw passes, right? So he did the exact same pass the next time and I was ready for it and I caught it, right? Like he threw it so hard, it hurt my hands, right? But it was just like, 
okay, this is what I have to, this is the oper, this is the way I have to learn how to operate now. And if I, I guarantee you, if you're stuck in life or you're stuck in business in any area right now, it's because you have personally stopped growing. And I cannot tell you how common this is, right? Where you figured out, because here's what tends to happen in business. The growth comes fast and then you bump up against the ceiling. It tends to happen in life as well, right? You go through a season where marriage is great and then all of a sudden you're having marital problems. You go through a season where you have all of this momentum in your hobbies and then you bump up against, against the ceiling, right? In business, you go through stages, right? You bump up against the ceiling, you figure out how to solve that problem in your business and then you explode again. And what happens for, for small business owners oftentimes is we go through this season where we explode and we get to a million dollars and we think we've figured it out, right? The marketing works, the sales works, our customers are happy, right? And it's all going great. And, it ha and the growth happens very, very fast. And then we hit the ceiling and we don't know why, right? That's because you've reached a new plateau. These plateaus are very, very predictable. Okay. But the problem is, is you had all of that success and that fast growth and that clouds your vision. It ruins, it, 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 it causes your ego to grow too big. And you don't say, Hey, what am I not seeing? Who can I reach out to who's already been through this growth stage and has exceeded two or three levels above me that I can ask and say, Hey man, what am I not seeing? Because what people always do at this level, and it's especially common at those who have built like a million plus business is, oh, look, I'm just too busy, right? I, I, I'm busy. I don't have time for that. I don't want to have to think about it. Look, bro, Warren Buffett was too busy. Elon Musk is too busy, right? But those guys find a way to learn what they need to learn, don't they? Okay, so if your business has been stuck for the last year, I guarantee it's been more than a year since you've reached out and found a new mentor, right? You haven't gone out and found someone who's already done that and said, hey, what am I not seeing? Like, for example, if you're good at selling, but you haven't been able to, to pass that skill on and manage somebody else at selling so that you can become more of like a, a manager, a general manager, or maybe a sales manager, I can guarantee you that you have not looked around and reached out and found someone who has successfully built a sales team or, a, or, 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 you know, maybe if your business isn't really built around a sales team, but you, nonetheless, you have to, you have to build us, like you have to manage people who have to make sales depending on your business model. You haven't reached out and found that person, like who's actually built a team of four or five guys who can make sales and who can repeatedly deliver this message so that clients sign up, right? Hey man, what do I need to do in order to make the transition from doer to manager or leader? What am I not seeing, bro, right? You haven't done that, all right? And then you just, what, what, what we do is we stay in the cycle where we just keep blaming the other person instead of being accountable and saying, what do I need? What am I not seeing? Right? If your marketing was killer and your business grew like crazy, but then it stopped and you couldn't grow anymore for the last year, right? You can't figure out why your lead generation is down or why your quality is down. 
I can guarantee you that you haven't reached out to someone who's already built their business two or three levels above where yours is at and said, hey, dude, I can't figure out why my marketing doesn't work anymore. I feel like I'm doing the same things and it's not as effective. What am I not seeing about how my marketing needs to change at the level that I'm at? What do I need to do differently? Because believe it or not, especially if you're a local business, once you cross over a million, things do need to change about your marketing, right? If your marriage has been consistently getting more and more mediocre for the last year, I can guarantee you that you have not reached out to a man, or maybe if you're a woman, right, to a woman who's already been married 10 years longer than you, who you believe has an amazing marriage, and just been honest with them and said like, hey, dude, I feel like our marriage has been, I guess, just lacking growth and intimacy more and more over the last couple of years. You guys seem like you've really figured it out. It seems like you guys have been through stuff and you've come out the other side better for it. Like, what are some things that I can think about or improve now that we've been married for 10 years? Like, what's going to allow me to lead my wife and help us continue growing together rather than just slowly drifting apart, like, which is what I feel like we're doing. If you haven't done those things, let's just get real clear here. It's your fault that you aren't growing. Businesses stop growing when their leaders stop growing. It's your fault that your business isn't growing. It's your fault that you can't hire people and then manage them to produce results the way you could produce results. It's your fault that your marriage intimacy is declining. It's your fault that your marketing doesn't work as well anymore. And just in case you think I'm pointing the finger here, let me just get real clear. When I point the finger at you, right? I know that there's three more pointed right back at me. I've been through this and I continue to go through this. All right, guys, like I've just recently gone through a time in my business where I felt like I could not get my marketing to work as well as I felt it should. It was nowhere near as well. It wasn't working nowhere as well as I, it was working in the past. Sorry, I'm failing to be able to speak right now. But I was clouded, right? It was like, man, I already figured out my marketing. I dialed in the messaging, right? It had crushed it so good in the past. It was just like, man, I've got this figured out. We're dialed in. I never have to think about this again, right? But the, and, and, and that clouded my judgment. I was just like, well, the media buyer that I hired should be able to do a better job because I've already figured out the strategy. But the reality is that things had changed and like, it was my fault. I needed new hooks. I needed new ideas, right? I would blame like competitors, right? You know, like we literally have competitors in our industry that will literally steal our ads word for word. We will put out a new ad and our competitor will copy it word for word and just put out the same ad, right? The reality is, is though, like I had this, I had to do that hard work and say, look, what am I not seeing here? Who can give me advice? Right. I talked with several people like why, like what is going on here? And I finally figured out and our marketing's working better than ever. 
blaming Facebook, right? Blaming the media buyer, blaming the competition, right? But I had to figure out how do I grow as a marketer? If I need more or better leads or need to nurture my leads better, what changes do I have to think through and make? And guess what? It wasn't Facebook's fault. It wasn't the meteor buyer's fault. It was my fault. I had to solve the problem. So look, guys, heavy lies the crown, right? You want to be the king or queen in your industry. You want to be the only option. You want to dominate your market. The crown don't feel so good, does it? Like you're going to have to solve a lot of problems and you're going to have to continue solving a lot of problems. This doesn't end. Like get real with yourself. You want to be the king of your household? You want your wife and your kids to love and respect you? Like you want to have a, you want to have peace and tranquility and in a, in a, like a, a, a feeling of respite from the chaotic world, then you better get real serious about how damn hard that's going to be and how much work it's going to take as the king. Heavy lies the crown. So first of all, let's just, let's just go ahead and get real here. Let's stop being frustrated at the world around you. Right? Stop saying, how come I don't get the same results they get? How come my marriage isn't as good as theirs? It seems like they have it all figured out. What secret do they have that I don't have? Right? It, it, it just like, I, I want what they have. Look, the amount of people I speak to, especially with small businesses that are saying things like, I should be at 3 million by now, or I should be at five, or I should be at 10 million, or I should have five locations by now. I'm always like, why? Why in the world do you think you should be like that if you haven't gone through and learned those lessons? You've never once successfully figured out how to manage one or two people at a time, but you think you should be able to manage five locations with 10 employees each? Like you literally decided one month ago that you decide that, that you were you wanted to have five locations. You've never gone in out, open and opened a second location from scratch. You've never taken a month off from your current location to see how that location actually does without you. You've never hired a manager, right? So that that manager gets results without you. You've never actually been able to see if that manager can actually perform. Like these are real skills in business and you just, you just don't think they apply to you. Why in the world do you think you can just skip all those steps and just quote like that you should be at five locations, right? Like it's delusional thinking, right? Why did I think that I was already as good as I could be at basketball? Well, just because that's who I was around, right? Like I was good. Like I was good for the people that I was around. I wasn't good for the next level. I didn't have the skill set. Right. So when someone says something like that to me, where they're like, oh, I should be at, we should be doing better. Right. Like it's an immediate red flag. It is the definition of sophomoric. If you don't know, sophomore is a Greek word that means wise fool. And that perfectly describes the, the typical business owner who's built that nice little one to one and a half million dollar business. Maybe you're bumping up against two. Right. Because you've got this success. Like, man, we did it. We're making good money. We have our dream house. 
right? You think you've arrived, but there are so many more levels and you are in danger of losing your humility. And you need to reach out to a mentor. And guys, this is why I'm telling you, bro, this is why only four out of a thousand businesses ever make it to eight figures because they don't want to to put the freaking working gloves on again, right? There's a complete, like you had to learn all the skills to get to seven figures. Well, there's a whole new set of skills. And guess what? They're all people management skills. They're leadership skills. They're decision-making frameworks and decision-making skills. They're way the hell harder than selling or, or running ads or anything basic like that. Look, if you want to hit the next level in business, there's levels to growth. It's not just about working hard anymore. It's not just about running some ads and getting some results. It's about becoming an operator and an owner. So stop comparing yourselves to others. Once you've proven the basics, hey, I've got a market that needs my help. I found a market. They need my help. Stop comparing yourself to everyone else. Become someone who can look at your business, can make decisions and figure out, hey, what is the challenge I am facing? What is the roadblock in my way? What have I tried so far? What, do, what is the challenge that needs to be overcome in order to get to the next step? And stop looking at other people. Stop pretending that you're delegating when you're actually abdicating. Right. If I had five bucks for every single time a business owner tells me, I don't want to think about it. I just want it to work. Once again, I'll say it again, bro. Heavy lies the crown. You're the one wearing the crown. Who in the world gave you the idea that you could build a $10 million business, that you could have 50 or 100 employees, and that you would never have to think about strategy? Who gave you the idea? that your business is just magically gonna to grow to five locations and $10 million just because you're highly specialized at one little skill. So guys, I'm gonna wrap it up there. But guys, we need to hold ourselves accountable for being the best we can be. Once again, I'm going to recommend to you guys to go back and listen to those first few podcasts, the hero podcast, the hero project. It's an acronym. Okay. And these are the foundational archetypes of the entrepreneurial um, spirit of, of the entrepreneurial um, personality. One thing that you must know about the H, which is the hunter or the huntress, there's no such thing. Like if you are actually hunting, you are going to be humble because you're going to be humbled every single time that you're on the hunt. But if you stop hunting and you think that you've, you've already arrived, that's where the danger is at. All right, guys. So hopefully that with that Friday fire helps you. Please go out and crush it. Please share the podcast and um, hold yourselves accountable. Talk to you guys soon.